Hey loves, welcome to episode 28 of Powerful Belonging. This is Lisa Haddlestead, your host. So glad to be here with you today. You know, I keep the creating and recording of these podcast shows as simple as possible. A lot of times I just record them on my phone because I really see them as just a way for me to reach out to you, share with you, share my love with you, share my thoughts with you um, in audio format. <laughs> um just like I would pick up a phone and call you and see how you were doing and share some conversation. And I really love this format. I realize that um, a lot of people are used to something much more formal and produced. And right now, that just isn't my um, goal. So I hope you enjoy these as they are because... <laughs> they will probably stay as they are um, for the time being. And I really want to just let you know how deeply, truly grateful I am to you for tuning in and tuning in as regularly as possible, um, that you would take a few moments out of your day to hear something that I had to say means so, so much to me. It, it really does. There just are no words for that. And I know I don't always do episodes consecutively, like regularly every week, um, but I try to do them as regularly as possible. That said, throughout the rest of December 2022, I am going to put Powerful Belonging on a little hiatus so that I have a little more space um, this month, and I will meet you back here again in the new year in 2023. And I'm really excited for that. I do have something fun going on all through September, or excuse me, through December that I wanted to invite you to if it sounds interesting. Some of you um, may have received an email. Um, invitation from me already. If you have ever worked with me one-on-one -on -one or been in one of my groups, I likely have sent you an email. And now I just want to expand um, the audience for this by telling you all about it. I have been in a training for about a year with Elizabeth D'Alto, um, who I just love. And she is the mother, the creator of something called Wild Soul Movement. And I've been in Wild Soul Movement teacher training. And for December, I am offering a series of free online Wild Soul Movement classes. So what is Wild Soul? It's a nonlinear movement practice, basically, that, that helps you cultivate self-love healing, wholeness, and liberation. So we use movement and breath to connect with and listen to the body. And we use mantras to reprogram and empower the mind. And we use meditation to cultivate inner peace. 
There are two types of wild soul classes, wisdom and flow. Wisdom classes are movement and mantra. And flow classes are movement and music with guidance. Um, and they each have their own gifts. So if you're interested, feel free to try them both out. Um, you do not need any special skill. You don't need to know yoga or anything else. You don't need to have any special physical ability, flexibility, strength. This is a very simple practice. And it also is truly transformative. Um, maybe you're like me <laughs> and wake up more days than you'd like to admit, just feeling like a gray cloud has descended or feeling really anxious. Sometimes I wake up feeling really enervated in a very uncomfortable way. And what I like about Wild Soul Movement is it literally gets you out of your head and into your body. And every time I do it, I come away just feeling so much more grounded, whole, um, uh, just, just plain good. And it really, um, it's become a part of my morning practice and really sets the tone for most of my days. So the classes are that I'm offering are going to be around 40 to 50 minutes. Again, they're free. You won't be on camera. Come as you are, dress in comfortable clothes, try it out, let your body be a body, and just see. There's nothing to lose. So again, if you are interested, just email me at lisa at lisahaddlestead.com and I will get you a link with all of the dates I'm doing classes and you can make your RSVPs from there. I hope to see you there. Um, I think I already said this, but I am doing this webinar style. So unless at the end you raise your hand to be brought on live on camera, you're not going to be on camera. Um, I like to give everybody space to be away from any kind of external gaze. So it will just be you and your wonderful body and your beautiful soul. And me. <laughs> okay. So I'm feeling a little tender today for various reasons. And Winter is definitely here um, and has been for a while. Um, in northern Minnesota, you get used to a sort of monochromatic world outside of white and black and gray. And lately, almost every morning and sometimes even um, long into the afternoons, there's been a mist, which is both kind of fun and also... <laughs> it can be kind of blah. <laughs> but um, anyway, that blah mist is, is happening today. And it just got me thinking about my tone, my emotional tone, my typical nature of mood, which um, I have a great sense of humor, I think. <laughs> and I love to laugh. Um, I think I'm pretty fun most of the time, but if I had to describe my emotional tone, like what lives within me from day to day, it's often, um, hmm, 
I would say introspective and kind of melancholy. And you know, I have shamed myself for that for a long time for the usual reasons, right? Because, you know, it's so interesting. There's all these forms of, of um, transformative help available to us. Even things like wild soul movement can really transform our mood. But I think an underlying message that we can pick up, and, and sometimes it's a message that is even said by people, is um, that being melancholy, being sad, being depressed, feeling gloomy, whatever you want to call that, is not okay because you're supposed to be able to change it. And we can pick up a lot of messages like, you know, you should just be grateful. And if you were really grateful and focused on what you have to be grateful for, you would feel so much better. Um, you can change your thoughts and your thoughts are what cause your feelings. So if you can do that, why would you choose to feel melancholy? You know, there's just all these messages out there that can really um, screw with us. It, it takes the availability of tools and medicine, um, you know, soul medicine to help ourselves and turns it into yet another version of there's something wrong with us if we feel a certain way. And I've been thinking about that a lot. And I write about that a lot um, in my journaling and in writing um, classes that I'm in. Just that I have a soul that I feel like its preset disposition is at least somewhat melancholy. And, you know, here's the thing. I don't always feel that way. But it is, an, it is sort of a steady tone throughout my life. And when I stopped shaming myself for that, and started accepting that this is just part of me and even started embracing it because it does have gifts. Um, recently, I wrote a little essay for a circle I'm in and I talked about, um, I actually quoted a description in a book by Susanna Clark. It's fiction. It's very long. It's one of my favorite books. And it's called Jonathan Strange and Dr. Norrell. And um, without getting into anything about the story, there's a description in the book of this little box, this beautiful little box. And I'll read it to you. It was a beautiful shade of blue, but then not exactly blue. It was more like lilac but then not exactly lilac either, since it had a tinge of gray in it. To be more precise, it was the color of heartache. And later in the book, um, one of the characters, um, who's a fairy in the book, explains how this color was come by. Um, the color was the color of heartache was created by the tears. <laughs> Hear this: the tears from spinsters who've lived perfectly respectable lives and had not a single moment of joy. <laughs> this is so a Susanna Clark. But anyway, um, you know that doesn't describe my life. I have had much joy, 
But in this essay, I wrote, but my heart is like that box, the color of heartache. And it was meant to be. That's where the magic in me resides. And I really do mean that. My best writing comes from that. My deepest connection to people, to place, to nature, to animals comes from that. And I think it's possible that it's time for those of us who have been shaming ourselves or feeling ashamed or of our the way that we often feel or hiding it, putting on um, a mask of, you know, a different feeling quality because we don't want that part of ourselves seen because we think that there's something wrong with us. Maybe it's time that we just took off that mask. And maybe we need to do that on our own by ourselves where it feels safe enough to explore what our emotional tone is or explore the texture and the feeling and the temperature and the gifts of that within us which is sad, which is melancholy in nature, which is introspective, instead of shunning it or pretending that we don't feel it or feeling ashamed of it. And this might seem like a strangely timed message. Tis the season to be jolly, <laughs> culturally speaking, um, you know, and of course, I'm, I'm talking obviously about Christmas or the holidays, whatever it is, there is there are a couple seasons that here in the United States anyway, are supposed to be seasons of feeling really good and really generous and merry and bright. And yet, we all know that there's so much more to the scope of how we feel in these days. And I just can't see where rejecting that in ourselves helps. So I think there's a big difference between accepting and even embracing the gifts of how we might feel and um, diving into it in a way that makes it mean something about ourselves. And then we just, it's like we're already down at the bottom of the ocean and we just keep digging ourselves in deeper because we think it's bad and wrong to feel the way we do. So my wish for all of you over this month is that you have some time and space just to explore your own emotional tone without judgment, without needing to change it, without trying to hide it or brush it off, and without getting hooked in by it, but just exploring 
and just see what possible gifts exist for you in it. And I just want to add this for those of you who may be fearing that if you do explore it, this is so much like grief, right? That, oh, if I really let myself feel my grief, I will be overwhelmed by it and I'll never get out of it. And that's what my life will become. And I'm just here to tell you that that is not true. That feelings are meant to flow through us. And sometimes the river is longer and wider and deeper than others. And it does not mean anything about us. And it does not mean that 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 particular part of the river is our entire life. I think the greatest gift that we can give ourselves any time of the year is to gather in all of the pieces, all of the pieces, and give them the honor that's available to give them. So just some December 2022 thoughts. I will see you all, my friends, in 2023. And if you want to come be a wild soul with me in these free wild soul movement classes I'm doing, yeah, just reach out to me. Um, You can slip into my messages, you know, on Facebook or Instagram or email me at lisa at lisahaddlestead.com. I'll get you the link and I look forward to seeing you there. Take good, good care, friends. Bye.